Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Moss Gooder. How you doing, everybody? What's up? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 92 for April 7th, 2020. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's up? Um, hunkered down, man. Hunkered down here in the Big Easy. Hunkered down. Yes. it's uh, Everywhere. Hunkered down. It is week four of the quarantine of 2020. Yep. Uh, the beginning of week four for for me and I think for most people, uh, and it's it's uh, it's I was gonna say starting to get a little crazy, but it's just been crazy the whole the whole thing, yeah, all, the whole time. It's just nuttiness galore. Twilight Zone. We are uh, yes for, for people. If this is in a time capsule and you're listening uh, in the, the year 2040. 20 years ago, we had a coronavirus called COVID-19 that uh, swept the, the world and put everybody on lockdown, basically. And uh, uh, we <coughs> restaurants are closed, bars are closed. A lot of people are out of work, and uh, especially musicians. Musicians are not working anywhere. So be happy you're living in 2040. I hope things are better than in 2040. I'll still be around, I think. Oh no doubt. Well, you never know. I've been. Th- I was thinking, like, I, I, and I'm sure a lot of people are doing this too. Like, just feeling like if you get like a, if you sneeze a few times or you get a cough or or whatever, then like, oh no, is this is this it? Is this? And I had for the last couple of days, I had pink eye. Not real bad, pink eye, because I've had pink eye before, where my eye is nearly shut. You know, when it's bloodshot. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't that bad. It was just like irritating for a couple of days. And today it's it's not irritating, but still watering a little. And I had heard that that was a symptom. So I look, I Googled it. Is, is pink eye a symptom of coronavirus? And it, yes, it is. But I don't have any other symptoms. I don't have a fever. I don't have a cough. You know, so it might just be pink eye. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been very careful. I'm so yeah. Nervous. How do you suspect you may have gotten the pink eye? That's a good question. I don't know because I ha- I've been social distancing from everybody. <laughs> Excellent I've, question, Tony. I haven't touched a, another human being in, I guess, four weeks, almost four weeks. I have not touched a person. How weird is that? Uh, huh? yeah. Isolation, man. And, uh, But it, I'm sure like people are paranoid, too. I mean, I get a little bit of it, but I keep myself in check. But I'm like, even going to get the mail, I'm thinking, like, all right, is that mail person – Mailman, mailwoman, are they using safety? Well, yeah, all, all things I do, we, you know, I get go get the mail with a can of Lysol in my hand. Right. Spray the mail as take it out of the mailbox. You know, spray the mailbox cover because you're right, the dude's touching it, you know, or the or the woman's touching it. The mail person's touching it with gloves on, but they've also touched a thousand other mailboxes on the way. Yeah. Along it, a thousand pieces of mail, much like you know. Amazon, dude, they're saying all these Corona things in Amazon. Well, guess what? They're touching your products and touching the boxes and putting the stuff inside it, and you know, right. And the life of it is only a couple days, though, on objects. I think a few days, maybe. I think. Yeah, but regardless of that, like you said, it's not it's not even so much a paranoia type of thing. It's more like precautionary, you know, like yeah. be over cautious because, believe me, I know a couple people who've had it, you know, who got it, mm-hmm. uh, some people who passed away from it. Mm. But um, the people who did survive, you know, and have come out the other side of it said, 
terrible. Like thought they were going to die. Um, you know, just really, really, really sick. And, and unless you go through it, you can't even imagine how bad it is. Yeah, I've seen people just really on TV, but people in the hospitals, what they're dealing with. And it's, yeah, it's it's frightening. And, and it lasts for a long time. It lasts, it's not like you get a cold and you're over it in a few days. This is a couple of weeks. No, and some of the people I talked to too said like, you know, they felt really, really crappy, you know, and then it got worse and it got worse. And then all of a sudden, you know, they woke up and they felt a lot better. And then the next day, it was even worse than the worst from the week before. Yeah, that's... So you think you turn the corner, and then it, no bueno. Yeah. And it's like they talk about ventilators and stuff on the news and everything, and the shortage of them. And <clears throat> for people who don't know, a ventilator is, is a complicated machine that helps you breathe. And it, it's, it's about putting tubes down your throat. You know, and, yeah. and a machine that is breathing for you, essentially. So most people on that are are knocked out. They're, uh, you know, um, a friend of mine told me a story last night who uh, he he runs a store and he had, has this customer that was a regular and the customer hadn't come by in a couple of weeks. And he finally heard from him a couple of days ago. And the guy was like, yeah, I had coronavirus. I was in the hospital. He's like, I was in the hospital like March 20th or something, and I woke up, and it's April. <laughs> you know, right, like, and, and, and knock him out, right. Yeah. So, yeah, this is no joke. Um, uh, it's uh, it, it's so Groundhog Day, like every day. I don't know if it's like that for you, but probably because you'd kind of follow a routine, right? You know, like specific. Yeah, I'm, I'm seven days. Well, today's the seventh. Yeah, I'm seven days into my Corona challenge, and I'm happy to report that yes, I have, I have been able to sustain so thus far, uh, all the things I have set out to, to do as a daily habit, and it, I'm starting to now. You know, it's starting to become a little bit of a routine, but it's still tough. You know, to to adhere to the rules, so to speak. But uh, I'm doing it. And I'm committed to doing it, and I'm I'm going to succeed. Right. It's um, I a couple things, you know, to make it all work, but it it's still working. Good. It takes people like you and me to to a little bit of a lesser extent me, um, that are really self motivated to get through stuff like this. Um, I think you're better at it than I am, because I I go through kind of waves of it. You know, where I'm just gung-ho on stuff, and then I kind of just, like, pfft, just get exhausted. And like, uh, um, um, but but I'm still very self-motivated. I have, I have goals. I have, you know, uh, to-do lists and, and whatnot. And uh, <coughs> it, it, this, is just, this is probably very tough for, for people that aren't like that, who are used to other people telling them what to do, you know, um, like at work or whatever. Listen, I think it's different for everybody. I mean, you know, from, you, you know, all different. I mean, think about all different things. You could be by yourself completely, like, you know, like yourself, you know, like my, my oh, mom has been. Don't remind me. I'm by myself. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, so, you're, you know, you're you're by yourself, but you're connected, you know, but you're sure. you're not interacting with anyone. Like you said, you, you had no human contact, right, in uh, however many days. And then you have people like, say, myself, who I'm home and – uh, my kids are home, but they're college age, you know what I mean? So they're self-sufficient, right? So they're home, but it's more of, um, you know, enjoying their company and doing stuff, right? But then I have, like, some, some people I know, too, who have real young kids, you know, who would nor and, and are trying to work from home, but yet their kids are home, and some of the real, real young ones, you know, they have to tend to, but some are, like, gr grade school, you know, let's say third, fourth grade, you know, so they're still little. But now they're homeschooled, right? They're on yeah. virtual schooling at home. But the parent or parents have to – it's not like autopilot. Like my kids, you know, they're in college, right? So they – like so today my son says, oh, I have class from 10 to 2.30. So he's locked in his room from like 9.30 till about 3 o'clock, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so we had breakfast together, and then he goes and does his thing. Then he comes out of, you know, his uh, room and then come back down for dinner and – some of my friends are, are expected to work from home. You know, they have small children who their schoolwork requires, like, adult supervision, you know? So it's not like they can't just go do this. Like, they have to, you know, my one friend's daughters learn how to tell time, 
you know? So as part of your homework today, you have to like, you know, every hour talk about time and go through stuff. So, you know, some people are really um, inundated with their time being, um, you know, dedicated to having to work with their children through school stuff. Sure. So that's a whole different experience for them because it's not, um, you know, they don't have a lot of freedom, a lot of free time to do stuff, you know? Unfortunately for me, like, I, all my stuff is self-sufficient. So, I, you know, aside from the work I have to get done during the day, you know, I do have the freedom to, like, you know, we talked about to do things and make right. the list and, and go and, yeah. you know, have some time to myself, you know, and not have to be tethered to anything in particular. Yeah. So it's a little bit different experience, I think, for me as it is for you, as it is for others. So everyone has to deal with their own type of, you know, uh, experience through this whole thing. And, yeah. you know, the only thing I could say that is just to, you know, I try to tell everyone I, I'm in contact with to, just, you know, remain positive and find, you know, positive things in, in, you know, throughout the day that you can do. And, you know, I have friends of mine that feel like they're not doing enough, like they wish they could go out and volunteer or they want to go do something, you know, but they're somewhat compromised. You know, one buddy has asthma, but he wants to go help. And I said, but, you know, but you're not going to do any good if you get it or bring it home, you know? So you're, job is to stay home you know you're one of those people that is most susceptible you know and mm -hmm. let's face it you know years go by very quickly right especially when you you start to get older and you you, you know you're not like um you know like when you were little right you say oh the summer used to last forever like summer vacation was like you know you know seemed like it was like you know a year long you know and now it seems like a year goes by and it's it's like in the blink of an eye so you know three months or four months or whatever this is going to last it's just going to be a little blip, you know, mm -hmm. and you still have the rest of your life, you know, ahead. So, so you know, I, I would say if you're compromised or you're, you know, you're uncomfortable, you know, with the situation or being out like then, you know, then, then don't do it, you know, because right. if you, you know, if you get sick or God forbid you, you, you pass away or you die, you know, that's it. And for, for what? Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely a different experience for everybody. And I, I've seen a, a lot of the adults that have younger children where that that's where it seems to be the most challenging. So like you said, you have your college age kids in your house who are, you know, who, who have stuff to do. They're motivated to do it. They don't need constant uh, uh, supervision. Supervision is the word. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some and some of them. Are, it's funny, you know, because because they're the env envious of people who don't have kids right now and don't have to deal with, you know, four-year-olds, you know, that, that are just really kind of learning that they're people. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, but embrace that time, right? I mean, you know, sure, maybe people's sure, kids sure. are in daycare all the time. Well, now's an opportunity where, you know, you can sure. be with your kids, you know? Yeah, especially at that age, that's good to have, especially if you have a two-parent family or, yeah, and uh, now you're both home all the time so they can get to know mommy and daddy. And mommy and daddy yeah, and give them some good influence and you know and try to impart some wisdom yeah no nope, intended um oh please intend the pun yes but it's just uh yeah it's different for everybody you know and it's um it, it's just one of those things where you know you you got to find you know things that you're passionate about or look inside and reflect and you know take the time now you it know to, really to kind of reset like we talked about yeah it really is a good time for reinvention um, and, uh, again, I go through waves where I feel like, I'm like, this is awesome. I can do whatever I want to. Oh, this is like, it's just, it's just sad to see what's happening to people getting sick and people dying and, and, and a government that uh, is, is kind of sending a lot of mixed messages. So, um, you know, whatever, but, but I'm still motivated every day, at least with CBC and to, to do stuff and, uh. Uh, I did a, a podcast earlier today. I was a guest on Gig Gab podcast. Who were uh, Dave Hamilton and Paul Kent? They're they're friends. Uh, oh yeah, Gig Gab guys. Sure. Yeah, uh, I was on their show like four years ago. It was their episode was fifty one that I was on. Today, I was a guest, and this is the next time I was on. Their episode is two hundred and fifty one. So they had two hundred episodes between my. Guess Did they spots. planned that, or was it just ironic that it you just worked? To be yeah, it just worked out that way. Because wow, that's I, cool. Yeah, I had reached out to Paul and said, "Hey, man, you know, because I listen to their show every week, and I had reached out. And I said, "Man, I'd love to talk to you guys again." And I even invited them to come on with us, and and they said, uh, "You know, it took a week later, but they said, yeah, you know, we'd love to have you a guest as you 
you as a guest next week and I just happened to notice that next week was going to be 251 and the original one I, I did was 51 so that's up uh, I posted it on Facebook I posted it on, on CBC and it's also on their site Gig Gab Podcast so you can check that out and check out all their other podcasts because they're really good they're on Apple too so you could just uh, you know search from there or or ask uh, ask your Amazon unit to to play it um, and in fact if you say it to 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 Amazon, your Alexa. I can't say it too loud because she'll wake up. Um, if you just say play Gig Guy Podcast, then they'll play the latest one that I was on today. So, And you, you know I'm not on Facebook, right? And so no. the, it's – I got to tell you, man, now more than ever, I got to – you know, I'm so glad that I'm not just because I see <laughs> the banter of people it's, like it's they have – I just, you know, that's the one thing about this, right? Like we're trying to promote to find the positive thing and do this. People just sit on Facebook and battle with each other over fake news and you don't know what you're talking about and this guy said that and like, you know, everyone's lose like they're losing sight of all the things that we're talking about here, you know, but they're more sure, engaged yeah. in like, you know, like trying to prove each other wrong and you know whose political view is this and fake news is being spread and that's really not you know the accurate numbers and this is all you know uh conspiracy and there really is no covid and <laughs> you know it's being like it's dude it's just it's unbelievable to it me is, but it, that's how not ignorant people are yeah it's crazy. but it's not new on facebook either it's been like no. it's been like that for the last three or four years yeah, especially, but especially now, I mean, like, dude, look it's around, not, right? It's, the it, pandemic. For someone to say, this is all contrived, it's all fake, like, uh, w what reality are they living in? Yeah, a, a, a different one. It, and, and it's, it, but again, it, it does seem like, yeah, it's especially now, but it's just been that way, that intense, really, as it is this whole time, for the last three or four years with the, the change of the administration. And, I mean... It's it's bizarre. It's just because you think like you get it. You think you look at what's going on and it's like, OK, it's all common sense. This makes sense. And here are the things that we should do that make sense. And then you have this other side of people that's, that are comp just like bizarro world looking at it completely opposite. And yeah. but still as confident as you are in that the thing, the fact that they're right. And that's what's doing. That's what's doing it. It's because people are like convinced that they're right, and they're going to show their evidence. Here it is, blah blah blah. And then the other person will come up with some argument contrary to it that sometimes will will have some validity, but sometimes will not. And that's where the arguments start. It's like, well, you know, because people will bring up something that is not true, and then that's where the arguments. And it's it's endless because kind of because the administration is spewing out a lot of things that aren't true. Or, or just the media in general, and I, I don't have a beef with the media or anything, but it's if you watch CNN for your news, you're going to think about certain things. You're going to take certain things away from that, and that's going to form your opinion on on everything else. It's not going to it's not going to dictate your opinion, but it's certainly going to help form it. And then on the other hand, if you're a Fox News guy, if you're a conservative Republican and you're watching, that's where you're getting your information from. It is going to inform how you feel and, and your worldview and how you go about everything. And on both sides, they it's, you know, we, this is the truth as far as they're concerned. I have my opinion on it. I'm not going to to go there here. But that's what's no, happening. Of course. That's what's yeah, happening. It's, it's just crazy. It's like, but form your own opinion about What's going on? Like the the you know the things that you can everyone can attest to that are real, right? There's there's thousands of people dying. You know, it, it, the COVID is real. It's not it's not fake. You can see people on ventilators. You know, I mean, if you know anybody that's a nurse or a doctor or in the medical field, they'll tell you it, it's it's unprecedented and it's surreal. It is, you know, surreal. I was, um, yeah, I was talking to my my friend last night, Funny Steve, about going out in public now and. And how it's like there's nobody around and it's very dystopian. And he was talking about a, a golf course, which is the Knoll Country Club by where uh, where he lives and where I used to live. And he was going out like for a run. And then he went like to the clubhouse, like in the middle of the day when it normally would be bustling. And there's just like it's open, but there's nobody there. And you just hear like the hum of the 
the soda machine, you know, and that's all you hear. Right. And, and it's yeah. just, and it's, it, it's, it's very real in that respect. I mean, you know, take it, for, you know, who wants to spin what, you know, information, which way, I mean, again, you formulate your own opinion, but it, it's, you know, it, it's, it's here and you don't want to get it right. So do all you yeah. can not to. Yeah. And other than that, let, let everyone else fight out all the BS, you know, but protect yourself and your family and the ones you love. Cause like you said, you want to come out of this on the other side yeah. and it'll definitely be a different world, you know, than we know now, but it will be, you know, it'll be different, but it, you'll, we'll still be here, you know, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Get your information from the medical professionals and proceed accordingly. That's it. You know, and live your life as best you can. But it is a, it's a reinvention now people. And this is kind of good. And we've, we've, talked about reasons why it's good and maybe even this reason but i want to go back there where you're really getting into yourself you really have a a period of self-evaluation and also opportunity because a lot of people are going to lose their jobs things are going to change dramatically so you have to kind of like all right what are we going to do now and and that's good i think i think that's good for humanity as a whole um and, and individuals too you know it's it's good like it's a good time to learn how to meditate you know once you learn how to meditate learn, learn how to be still yeah then everything everything that follows that it becomes easier you, you, you know it's not such a struggle and we're allowed to now i mean imagine that you know like th- th- what's happening to us is stay home you know, you don't like people bitch about traveling to work and work in general or their boss or their coworkers or whatever. And we're just being told stay home. So it's like, huh. well, I mean, you should be grateful for the things that you would normally complain about. Now you don't have to deal with stay home, watch TV, eat, uh, sleep whenever you want. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. That's a horrible thing to, to have to do. I mean, it could be way worse, man. We're, you know. So, yeah, count your blessings and be grateful. Yeah, for sure, you know, and like you said, at least, you know, you can you can still go outside, you know. It's not like you're quarantined to be indoors, you know. If it's a beautiful day out, you can still go out, take take a bike ride, take a walk, take a hike, you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's been so nice here, too, the weather. And and I've described this, my apartment before back here. It's a lot of grass area and the the hills with the levee and the water. It's really beautiful. And it's just, I've, I've gone out every day and this is a dog friendly uh, or just pet friendly in general apartment complex. So there's a lot of people out there just walking their dogs and it's really nice. You know, it's, it's the park atmosphere that I have right basically in my backyard. And, uh, you know, I went up for a long walk yesterday and then i i was walking back and there was this guy who was just playing fetch with his dog and they 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 recommend dogs on leashes here but you know people still don't do that but and in the situation was okay and it was just like such a peaceful comforting relaxing thing for me to be walking along the water and just watching this guy throw a tennis ball and this dog just running like crazy going to get it and coming back and wagging its tail and it's like you know this, this ain't so bad, man. <laughs> this is fine. This is a, a nice. I, I'm lucky to be. I'm. I'm always. I always feel grateful for where I am. You yeah, know? no doubt. So. Uh, and that's just it. Like you said, be grateful and thankful for stuff. You know, instead of like you said, just trolling, and, and tr- trying to argue with everybody all the time. Like it takes so much energy, man. Like it really does. Put that, that. Put that energy to something. You know, more efficient with your time. Like, imagine that, that hour you spent on Facebook, you know, berating everyone and trying to defend your position, proving everybody wrong. Imagine if you spent that hour doing something for yourself, you know, that yeah. was beneficial. Like, even if you'd exercised, you know, you come out of this in two months, you might be 20 pounds lighter right. than you are now, right. you know, or healthier, just in better shape, you know, instead of being exactly the same as you were when this whole thing started and you just wasted all that time. You know that you had that you could have done something with that you yeah. like you said you normally wouldn't be afforded the time to stay home. Yeah, the energy big time, man, it, and it sucks your energy getting engaged in things like that. Not only because it's the time you're spending, but it brings your vibration down. It it it, it it's you know you don't want it's a drag. It's a lower vibration. It really makes you feel down. You know, it, it which, which is a big sucker of the energy that takes more energy away from you than running a mile does or you know or any other physical activity 
And I've noticed, I know that because I have gotten engaged in things like that. I don't do it. I mean, it's, it's very rare that I've done that over the last few years. Um, but I know when I do, I can feel it immediately. I feel that my vibration lowering and you yeah. want, you want to maintain, maintain a high vibration if you want to, uh, enjoy your life, you know? And it's just, it's pointless. You can't, you're not going to change anybody's mind. Nobody is. It's right. Like, just keep going. You know, it was great. I saw a post and somebody was like having this battle royale, you know, with somebody else. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And, Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, like Battle Royale, dude. Like, you know what you're talking about? Blah, 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 blah. And the guy responds. He's like, uh, you know, say the guy's name was Mike. He's like, uh, be safe, Mike. Stay well. You know, I'm not engaging anymore. And then the guy, like, keeps coming, dude, with, like, four sure. more paragraph stuff. And the guy's response is, stay safe, Mike. Be well. And then, like, two more paragraphs come. Stay safe, Mike. Be well. And then someone else jumps in. And then immediately that guy starts going after them. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> It's just like, you know, I commend the one dude for just saying, you know, be safe, man. Stay well. Like, I'm out. Sure. I'm done. done. I mean, We're but, done with this. I don't want any more. But the other guy just, like, would not stop. Just keep well, coming, he should have just said it once, too, and just said it once and ended. You know, <laughs> don't done. respond yeah, with anything later, at all. You know? Because that's what people people want, a response. They want they want to get, they, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's fight. Let's, let's engage. Let's tackle. Let's tangle. And if you don't engage at all, then they got nothing. Dude, one of the best responses I ever saw was on YouTube. Some guy was like giving some kind of negative, you know, opinion of somebody's video, and the guy's response was, "I would engage in a battle of wits with you, but you are clearly unarmed." Yeah. See, you but know? that's that's like. No, and then yeah, just funny. the comment. You know what I mean? So it's like it's snarky. You know what I mean? It's snarky. It's funny, but it's it's still like it's just comical to see the response. Though people come up with real witty things to like, you know, but it, like you said, it's it's still not saying like. Be well, man. I'm out. It's still like you're trying to get the last word and then disable comments so you can't say anything back to me. Like, right, come on. right. Really? Like, I won. I won. No, you didn't. It's it doesn't matter. That's all a function of the ego. All of it. And, and the only way you can win, just like war games, the only way to win is to not play. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Remember, well, war great, games? I saw a great quote. Or something that said, "The way to win the game of life is to see through the game." Hmm. That's a good one. You know, because it's true. It's like, you know, just see through the BS and just don't engage in stuff that's not productive. And, man, you'd be a whole lot happier. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I guess it's stop trying to change the other person's opinion to have to see it your way, you know? Hey, great, man. That's what you believe. It's all fake and you don't think that's COVID real. Like, you're entitled to your opinion, man. You know, God bless you. Have a good day. I mean, who freaking knows what's real even? You know, like, I... I I think we're just in another dimension. I think we've gone through a wormhole, and and, <laughs> yeah. and we are in a completely new dimension. Nobody noticed because it happened so fast because we're moving so fast. It just went boom right through that wormhole, and now we're and in like this the, other dimension. Yesterday, like, like no one's going to remember who the Beatles were? Oh, did you see that movie? Did we talk about the movie? We must have talked no, about it. No, we did, it, but I just watched it the other day with my, with my boys, and it was, <laughs> I got that was a, the first that time was you saw funny. it? It was a good show. That was the first time you saw it? Yes, yeah, first time I saw it. Oh, okay. And I loved it. I went to to see it in the theater because I'm a huge Beatles fan. And uh, yeah, I and it was great. I, I love the, the premise. Yeah, was, was really talented too. The dude who was starting it, you know. Yeah, really good, really good voice, and uh, he really pulled off that role. And uh, I, I, yeah, I just, I, I saw that movie as, and some of it, people saw it as a little hokey. You know, it's a romance, whatever. Um, but I saw that whole movie as a celebration of the music of the Beatles that to me that's what that movie was and yeah and that was like the greatest part too is when those people came to him and he's all upset because you know they know like he's out you know yeah yeah he's out it yeah. they, they thank him you know yeah yeah he was all nervous about it, the, I, it it's a little unrealistic because I've, I've I listen to the <laughs> Beatles a lot I, obviously it's a movie it's Hollywood but I listen to the I, Beatles a lot and I my in my mind I, I kind of refer to that still when I hear a Beatles song once in a while I refer I just flash back to watching that movie, and it's on HBO. I've been meaning to watch it again, but um, yeah, that's, that's what I watched it on. But I, I'm listening to like Strawberry Fields Forever, let's say, and I think like if if that happened, what happened to him right now? Would I be able to really recall how to play Strawberry Fields Forever or all the words? Like no way. And I know that was a, kind of a running joke with uh, 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 what song was it in the movie? Uh, 
Uh, Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby. That was a running joke throughout of him trying to remember the words to it, which was really clever the way they did that. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't even come close, man. I mean, maybe there'd be a few that I would get all the lyrics. But but to know the, the, the arrangements and, the you know, all the chords and, and the keys and everything, that's... I just thought it was funny when he went to his record collection and all his Beatles records are gone. They're gone. <laughs> and he's like, what's going on here? And then uh, Oasis is gone. <laughs> Yeah, right, because they were influenced by the Beatles. <laughs> Cigarettes are gone. Coke is gone. Remember, he asked for the Coke, and the guy looks at him like, what, are you a drug addict? He's like, uh, Pepsi, please. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. That that's uh, Sorry, those are spoilers. We should have spoiled alert before. Nah, the movie's a couple years old. If you yeah. didn't see it by now, then, you know, that's your fault. get over but, it. But we won't give the, the major spoiler away. That, to the thousand that people movie. that are listening to this, I'm sorry I spoiled it for you. Yeah. Well, there was another one that we won't spoil. There's another big surprise in that movie, which is cool. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool ones. But yeah, anyway, it was funny, though, to say, like, you know, many come out as Corona, and it's like, you know, this doesn't exist anymore. What are you talking about? You're the only one that remembers it. You're like, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah, I, I mean, I have a different view of, of reality than most people, I think, in, in that I think that everything... I know we're creators, and I don't want to get too deep into this, man, but we're all creators. We, everything's energy. And hey, listen, you can get as deep as you want. This is a wisdom hour. That's true. Um, it's no different than if we were talking, driving to a gig. Right. Everything's made right. of energy, and we have the power to manipulate that energy by our thoughts and then our actions. And um, it's... Uh, uh, I see everything sort of as a hologram, you know, like like all my reality is something that I'm I'm creating in in a program in a way. I mean, it's not really a program, but it's like a program. For, for anybody who's a Star Trek fan, they they used to I don't know if you are, but they used to have a thing called a holodeck on a, on Star Trek. Beat uh, me up, Scotty. Next generation. No, a holodeck was a, a room essentially where you could program a scene from any any place, any time, any era, anything you would like, you could say, "I want to go to the, the signing of the Declaration of Independence," and and you would program it into that holodeck, and the door would open, and you would walk in, and you would be in that time, and you and there would be actual people there that you could interact with. You know, they would they would see you, you would see them, and you could could be in that time, and you could pick, and that's a, a it's a thing on Star Trek, and you could pick anything, any time. So, but was it a hologram, or was it were you really transported back there? Well, it was a hologram. Yeah, it wasn't real. It, right. So Benjamin Franklin's not asking Spock why he's dressed that way. Right. So, well, no, he is because you're in it, and and you, those are real people, and those they can see you, and they they're they're going to react to you accordingly, based on based on their experience. So it's a real. It's a real experience for both sides, but it's not actually real, if that makes any sense. Completely. <laughs> okay. God, I thought you were going to say not at all. <laughs> Completely makes sense. Yes, I understand. So I kind of see life as that way. We're creators, and we, we're, whatever ever our thoughts are that we're programming is what is going to show up into our reality. So I, you can be intentional with things like that. Once you recognize that that is kind of how the way life works, and you can you can say, uh, I mean, it's not just like I want an elephant and an elephant appears. You know, it doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. But there's a process. But it starts with your thoughts and and especially your 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 attitude. Your 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 attitude of gratitude really helps. Um, kind of like being in the middle of a huge crowd wishing for pizza and it magically appearing? Yes, exactly, Tony. Exactly. exactly. Like that. Right. Did you, did we told that story, yes? Have we told I'm that sure. story? Yes, of course. Yeah. Episode 37, about 17 <laughs> minutes in, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all cataloged, all cataloged. But you know what's cool, too? Like, if you ever watch, like, you know, like you said, it's all what you believe in your reality and stuff like that. But as the world becomes more technologically advanced like everyone's got a camera now right like your phone you know you have everyone has a phone everyone has a camera there's security cameras everywhere right there's all over the world and if you ever watch there's a show on tv called like paranormal caught on tape or something and it's all security camera footage of different things that they 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 
that are recorded when like no one's around, you know, but the camera's always running. And there's some really, you know, interesting things that you see that happen that, you know, aren't, you know, easily or readily explained. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, 10 years ago, you, you wouldn't have captured that on footage. You know what I mean? Cause there wasn't as many cameras, but now you have like, especially in a lot of other countries, there's cameras like at every intersection. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, you know, you see all kinds of crazy stuff. Like there was something on the other day. It was, um, and of course you go on YouTube, you can find all the stuff too, you know, but it was like, there's, you know, you clearly see on the security camera or this traffic camera, there's like someone walking through the intersection and the cars are going back and forth and driving right through it. And it's a person and it's walking, right? you know, saying it's an apparition or whatever, you know, but you know, like I said, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, there was no cameras mounted at traffic signals, you know, or anywhere like, in you know like every store or outside of stores like shooting across a parking lot where you see you know they just they're capturing all kinds of different things now because everyone has a camera you know so people are quick to pull it out and take a picture of something or a video of something and it's more prevalent than say you know um you know like say when we were kids right there might have been like one video of a of a supposed bigfoot sighting you know now there's like you know hundreds of what, thousands my because my name is Daryl <laughs> Daryl Never mind. <laughs> it's a progressive commercial with Bigfoot in it. And oh, yeah. Okay, Daryl. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, I was thinking of, like, either you run with Sasquatch or run from Sasquatch. Jack, Jack Link's sausage. Right. You know, Jack Link's uh, beef jerky. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, though, I'm saying the world we live in today is a lot, you know, some of these things that are, like, you're talking about, like, the unseen and the energies and the things that are learning about wormholes in space and, you know, different things that they're able to now you know, start to get a glimpse of because they have more technology to look deeper into stuff. I'm telling you, man, we went through a wormhole. I love it. I love it, though. I love it. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, COVID wormhole. Yeah, I'm in for the ride, man. Let's go. You know, I, I ain't I ain't scared. No, hell no. You know, it's all good. Um, but it is crazy, dude. And like you said, it's unprecedented times. And, you know, when we do come out the other side, the world's definitely going to be a different place. In a lot of ways, yeah, it's already it already is. You know, it's and it's not gonna change anytime soon. I mean, it'd be cool, I guess. If man, it's it's just this collective mentality of and where it's which way it's gonna steer. Um, so, you know, we get this under control. You know, however long it takes, we get this under control, and then we go back to going to restaurants, going to bars, playing in bands. Um, doing everything that we used to consider normal. Uh, are people going to be clamoring for that? Clamoring for that, or are they going to be uh, scared of it? Are they going to be apprehensive to do that? It, it, it's a, a lot of it depends on how severe this gets. Like if if it just peaked now, you know, and then the curve starts, uh, it's flattened and it starts going down, and people stop dying. And, you know, the cases are fewer and far further between. I think so. I think we'd be good. I think, like, by, you know, August, maybe July or August, we'd be able to kind of get out and, yeah, all right, everything's fine. But if this goes on, dude, for, for another three or four months of just being indoors and people are dying, more people are dying, then, yeah, then it's just never going to be back to <laughs> the way it was. Well, I think the social distancing, if people really would adhere to it, is probably, you know, making a dent in it and it's helping. But it, it was too sure. late, unfortunately, you know, because a lot of people are already out and about and exposed and that sort of thing, you know. But I mean, like up here in Jersey, they just, you know, the governor just closed down all the state parks today because, you know, you go to these parks and it's like, yeah, people want to go for a hike. But the parking lots have, you know, hundreds of cars in them and people are hanging out and congregating and drinking a beer and, mm. you know. It's slapping high fives and it's like you know it's not that's not social distancing you know so right. they have to like force it and everyone's like oh this guy's an a-hole he's taking away we were not allowed to go out to the park and stuff it's like dude they took down the basketball hoops in new york city you know two two or three weeks ago really wow yeah because they said dude stay in and then they said they, they're going up in there they're breaking up games of like you know Regular, like full-blown, full-court games, like in every park, <laughs> there's hundreds of people out playing basketball. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. just stupid stuff, you know. I mean, like here in New Jersey, you know, there's certain communities that are still, 
congregating. They're still having weddings. They're still bussing people in. They're they're just not, you know, listening. And it's like, yeah, you know, it only works if everyone does it right because it's just going to keep on going and keep on spreading. And like you said, yeah. You know, once you once you have it, you don't know it for two weeks, and you may right. have talked to a hundred people. Yeah, and down here it's people going to church. You know, they're just right. I did see know. that they were yeah. saying that there was a lot of. Um, it was one one pastor in particular, I guess, that they were they gave fine, and he said, "I don't care. I'm going to still I'm going to keep going." Yeah. Uh, and I get it, but church is you know, I mean, look, I go to church, and it's it's you know, you're you're close proximity with people. You're you know, you're not spread out far at all you know and people right. are sitting in the pews they're close together right like you know and, and even if they're six feet apart you still have people in front of you behind you you still have to you know it's just like i said it, it's very telling dude for our whole society you know as a whole to see that it's so difficult for people to just do the right thing for a very short i know night. how why should it why go lay on the couch and eat potato chips and watch tv that's all you need to do why well, that's, that that's the joke, right? Your grandparents were called to war to put their life on the line, and you're being called to lay on the couch, and you can't do it. Well, and people have this rebellious nature, too. Like, I don't trust the government. I don't trust the bro. I'm going to do whatever if I want. You know, and that's the attitude with a lot of people. So uh, until it hits you right in the face, you're just not going to – the people like that are not going to accept that that reality of, of the, the scientific and the, the medical you know the, the humanity we've gone through pandemics before lots of them and it's just a part of being human it's part of living on planet earth and so people that are, are calling this a hoax and whatever i just don't know anything about human history <laughs> you know like come on and and i don't i doubt like during the the um the bubonic plague that people were like, "Hey, screw this! I'm going to go out and roll some stones or whatever." And like, <laughs> this is fake news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was the you know, 14th century. It's like, and a lot of people died. I mean, 25 million was it more than that? Something died. Um, and, and I mean, <sighs> but you know, you know, it's you know, it's tough too, man. Like <laughs> now, you start to see like there was a guy in the news today. I forget what channel it was. It wasn't any of the major networks, but it was a guy, you know, an advocate saying. That, um, you know, now they're trying to blame all the, you know, like New York City, they were saying, well, did they circulate these messages in Spanish and did they put it out to the, you know, people who maybe, you know, can't understand the American news and this is all a conspiracy against, you know, racial inequalities. And it's like, come on, dude, don't turn it into that, you know? Yeah. Like, no one's, you know, hiding the information and not putting it out in another language because, you know they don't. They're purposefully trying to hurt a, a certain race of people. Like, come on. Yeah, it depends where you're getting your information. Like I said too, like your your reality is going to be based is going to be informed by whatever you're feeding your subconscious, and uh, you know it, it's like the, and it becomes like the telephone game. You know, remember the telephone game? When we were oh yeah. Kids? Yeah. I remember doing that in school, in like elementary school, and. Uh, and we used to do it in leadership training at work, you know, yeah, learning the that guy, I'm going to tell the person, the first person to whisper them a thing. And yeah. then by the time it goes around the room through 20 people and gets back to them, it's completely different, completely different. Yeah. So and, and, and just proven human experiment right there in a classroom of how that works. And that's we're we're experiencing that on a grand scale right now. And it's. It's frightening because people put their 100% faith and stock into whatever that thing ends up telling them at the end of the telephone game. You know, so they say, screw it. I'm going to go out and play basketball with my friends, you know, and there you go. I mean, it's just uh, who knows, man. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by all of it. I'm not scared of it. I'm fascinated by it. And I get a little angry at it. Uh, sometimes, but that's only because when I watch the news too much. Um, but uh, holy macaroni, huh? Small doses, man. Just try to get you know a synopsis of what's going on, and then come back to it tomorrow. You know, like you said, if you like you said, if you sit in front of the TV glued to one channel or the other for too long, you know, it, it's going to pull you in. It's going to suck you in, and you're going to start, like you said, you're going to start thinking in a certain direction and then your thoughts are going to become things and then you're going to start manifesting, you know, maybe things that you don't want. 
Yes, last week come things. That's uh, but that's not something I ever do. I don't sit glued to the TV for too long. I just can't, it's not in my nature to do it, because uh, you know I I have a hard time just sitting and watching a movie for an hour and a half without getting up and doing something else. <laughs> I really have a hard time with that. But, but there's so many people I see like uh, you know like it's, again like on the news or on the internet that they say like oh I'm having such trouble sleeping I got such super anxiety and the guy you know well what do you do well you know I I watch the news for you know an hour or two before I go to bed well you probably shouldn't do that yeah. you know like <laughs> hello ding 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 yeah <laughs> I mean it's just unbelievable dude like you said it's just the, the culture of this country and what people have have become and what they think about and you know what the internet does and and how people get so sucked into things and it's and, and it ruins their perspective uh, of what the truth is or or what their truth should be you know like look inside like you know uses time to be a teacher not a you know a platform to you know argue your opinion about what you think is going on agreed and yeah something productive and we haven't talked about music at all so Yes, time to talk about music. Yeah. Um, I, I posted an article uh, yesterday. I wrote it Sunday night, and I posted it yesterday. Uh, just a, a, a how-to for people who are live streaming. Um, a simple guide of, of the stuff that's important for you to know and to practice when you're live streaming. And uh, I, I posted it. It didn't get much reach. I posted it three times already since yesterday and still not getting a lot of reach which is it's disappointing but it's there it's available on the website coverbandcentral.com if you're live streaming you need to do this stuff and you need to 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 you need to know it and you need to do it and it's none of it is difficult none of it is very time consuming it is just focusing on on the best thing that people can do um but i i, I tell you dude man i've been struggling and i might have even talked about this last week but I'm still struggling a little bit with what what I can really provide this community. Like, what does everybody need right now? And it's it's I try to take in everything that people are talking about in the group, um, and and then you know kind of filter it and then spit back out something that I think will be productive for for the most amount of people. Um, but I don't know right now. It's so. I, I don't know. I, I beyond helping people learn how to live stream better, I don't know because there's, there's people that are like posting things like, "Man, when we get back, man, we're gonna be like so well received, and and people are gonna be psyched, and we're gonna be psyched to be on stage, and blah blah blah." And th while that's cool, and and to have that sort of op optimistic outlook, it, it's not really addressing what's happening right now. Like, what could you be doing right now? What could the, 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 the masses in the music community be doing right now that that will help them and benefit them and also the people who enjoy what they do? So um, if you got any ideas, let me know. Cause I, don't I would say try to motivate people to practice and become better and stay sharp and play every day. So, I mean, listen. If, if you and I are in a band together and we've been playing for a year, you know, solid and the band's great. And then all of a sudden we just stop playing for three months. You're, you're not going to come back after three months and be as sharp as you were the day you stepped off the stage three months ago. You know, it's going to sure. take a little while to get back into it. Yeah, yeah. But what if. You know, for sure. What if, but again, we talked about it last. But, I said it last week. If, but, 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 but I said it last week and I'll say it again. The, the, the problem here is that pe we don't know when this is going to end and what we're going to be faced with once it does. So it's hard to say like, you know, we, you know, we were playing this stuff and we can get better at playing this stuff because we don't even know that we don't know that we're going to come back to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean the uncertainty of that, but if you're, you know, let's just say, for example, you're going to take a band scenario and you're in a band and you guys are, you know, everyone's still on board and they're planning on coming back strong, when this is over, you know, provided that the platform is still there, you know, I would say if you know you have a couple of months where you're you're not going to be getting together, you know, pick 20 songs collectively that the band wants to learn, like pick some new t new tunes and shed them on your own so that you're you you know them and you're ready to play them. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. If you're a band and you're a working band and you've been around for a while and you 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 do good gigs and you have confidence that that you'll be able to book something, uh, you know, once this is, is is over, then yeah, that's good. If you're all kind of a tight unit and stuff, but I, I think a lot of people have to approach this more as individuals rather than groups. Well, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. If you're an individual in whatever instrument you play, work on something that you don't know how to do or you can't do. But you what know? do you? I, I agree with that. But what if somebody's not like we were talking about in the beginning? Somebody is not that self-motivated. Um, what do you do to inspire that person to get to that point where where they turn off the news and they say, "Oh yeah, this is what I should be doing." Have a COVID buddy that you assign to be a support for yourself that will talk to you every day and, and hold you accountable for what you're doing. Almost like if you're in AA or something, you know, you have a sponsor, right? So like if you said to me, hey, man, you know, I'm going to play bass every day for half an hour. I'm going to work on this, but I don't think I can stay motivated. And I, me, you know, you need help and support. And I'd say, okay, so you, know, you enlist me as a, as a, as a, as a buddy. And I would say, okay, I'll call you every day at this time to remind you and keep you propped up and say, hey, man, I'm doing this. How you doing? And like if you have some camaraderie like with anything in life, you know, it's it, there's got to be something that will help to keep you focused and motivated if you're not a great self-motivator. Because like you said, like, let's face it, right? Everyone's not a great self-motivator. And even people that are have days where they just don't feel like doing something. But, you know, maybe they read something that inspires them to keep going or someone they talk to, you know, gives them a little pep talk. Like you'd be surprised, you know, when you talk to someone and stressed out or, you know, and, and you have a conversation with them, if you can steer them in a more positive direction, you know, sometimes when you're done talking, they're like, wow, great, man. Like I really needed this call today. Thanks. You know, appreciate that. Yeah. Even just lift their spirits, you know? Yeah. I like that. But, but it still does come down to the, to the individual having to be, inspired to do that and to to reach out to other people like for i talked about last week i said i had this regular thing now like i talked to my friend funny steve on monday nights i talked to you on tuesdays i talked to my friend jeff on skype on wednesdays and now i i reached out to another friend of mine steve dunn in connecticut on saturday so it's now like saturday is our day so it, it came from me it came from me want wanting to do that so it has to come that inspiration has to come it, I'm just wondering if there's a way to ignite that dormant inspiration in people. You know what I mean? Like people Isn't that are just that the age old question, Steve, if you had, if you or I had that answer, we would be millionaires. <laughs> well, sure. I'd like to be a millionaire. <laughs> like, we, we deserve like, it for sure. Yeah. Like the millions of people that are self-help inspirational Tony Robbins and, you know, Brian Tracy's and all these great mentors and these people that are, you know, that's always the same old thing. Like it's, uh, listen, I could, you know, if I'm not a very self-motivated person and I have trouble get, staying motivated doing stuff, you, dude, you could talk to me every day until you're blue in the face. If I'm not, you know, fully committed and invested and bought into it, it's just not going to happen. So it's the same age old thing where like the individual person has to see that the benefit of what they're trying to accomplish is going to be greater than the effort that they're putting into it. You know, that's why I said, like, if you can find something to do now that you can carry through as a habit after this is over, it's going, you know, it's like yeah. now's the time to jumpstart that, but not everybody's going to buy into that. And, you know, in three months, there'll be, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people that are exactly in the same place that they were before this whole thing started. Or worse. But, but yeah, yeah. You, you have a brand new life. It, it, like you said, if you can, you could lose 20 pounds during this time and come back out into the world and, and people be like, holy cow, man. Wow, you, you had a good coronavirus period. Yeah, <laughs> like, three months and wow, I mean, you look fantastic. Or I haven't played with you in three months and holy cow, man, your chops, you know, your, your feel, everything, like you're, you're sharp, man, like you're on point. Yeah, that's what I would want people. That's the way I would want people to react to me when when this is over. When I see people in in person again, when I get back up on stage again and play with my band, I would want my band to be like, "Oh, all right, you've been practicing." <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, or just like anything in general, you look good. You know, but it's it's listen, it's 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 kind of a double edged sword. And you know, I'll leave you with this thought: it's like people are, you know, for some 
a majority of people, they're coping with a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, losing jobs, not being able to pay bills. You know, the last thing on their mind is, you know, to focus on something positive for themselves, you know. But the only thing I would say is that there's some way, like you said, for people to realize or understand a way to tap in, you know, into their own inner self and go deep inside and find that inspiration to do something, to, you know, one thing to make them better, you know, it'll have that domino effect, right? I mean, like, if you can, you know, you know how it is. It's like once you start, the, the first step is always the hardest, you know, but once you're 100 steps in to whatever it is you're pursuing, it starts to become a little bit easier and you start to see some results, you know. It's almost like exercise, right? They always say it takes six months before you're going to see something. And I remember when my son first started working out, you know, a couple of times, like started, stopped, you know, did a little bit, went for a month and pulled, you know, but once he really committed to doing it, you know, after like six months, you start to see and people start to notice, you know, say, wow, man, you working out, you look like, you know, you look like you're in shape, you know, like you look like your arms got bigger or you're, you look like you're more fit or you don't have a belly anymore and stuff. Once I think you start to get some recognition for the effort you've put in it, that then like starts to really boost the motivation, you know, to push you to keep going because it's like, wow, man, now it's really working, you know? Yeah. That first month of going to the gym every day, you may lose a pound or two, you know, and you're like, I just don't see it. And I'm busting my ass and I'm not getting the results that I feel like I should, you know, but if you keep at it, you keep at it, you keep at it. And you get, like you said, after six months, Maybe you're, now you're down 10, 15 pounds, you know, and, and, and you're starting to see some results. You're stronger. You're, 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 you're not winded as much, you know. You start to feel like you have more energy. Like the results pay off, but it's always those first steps with anything, you know, unless anything, you're super yeah. excited about doing it. Yeah, it doesn't have to yeah, be that about like fitness or anything. It could be about anything. Like definitely yeah. dig deep into yourself. And what is your real passion? What is your real light, uh, drive for living what makes what's light what lights you up and focus on that now I, I mean people are a lot of people are in survival mode so I think that's why it's tough for people to kind of have this mentality that that you and I are talking about um, so, so and it's because of so much uncertainty that they're like how like, I, I dude I went to the supermarket today for first time in you know, like a week and I I made a mask I don't have a mask I made one out of an old t-shirt I looked on, you know, somebody sent me a, a video of how sure. to do it. So I made it, and I did a really good job, if I say so myself. But it was just bizarre and surreal to go out to the supermarket. And I was in, anticipating that w there were going to be a line. There was going to be a line outside because they're they're limiting how many people there were in the store. But there wasn't. And I, I mean, I took every single precaution. I, I hand sanitizer with me, and I wiped down the cart before I put my hands on it. And sure. went in and I, I would say 90 percent of the people that were there had masks on. And, but there were still people walking around like with baskets, no masks, and they're on the phone and they're just like, and, and you know, it's funny to not to cut you off. But to, before I forget what you just said, I have a buddy of mine who I talked to the other day and he said that he's always wanted to write a book for the longest time. And now he's been home for this to be the fourth week, and he's set chapters in. There you go. Yeah, I mean, you we'll, know? Get, we'll go back to that. But um, I, I was getting to a point here. Um, yeah, the store, the mask. You were afraid yeah. People walking around the store, and I did my shopping. Like, and I did. I didn't get stuff that I. I mean, I went anticipating that it, this could possibly get worse in the next couple of weeks. So I want to plan accordingly for accordingly for that. So I went to the supermarket to get stuff for that. Uh, contingency but there was a guy there was a guy there that I saw him like in the produce thing and he was walking around he had a mask on and his cart was jam packed full to the top overflowing to the top and I was like my first thought was like I don't want to get behind that guy in line because it's going to take forever <laughs> yeah. but it, it turned out that he got in line before me and I went to a different line and I saw him and um he got through before me and then I went outside and, you know, loaded my stuff in the car and then I saw him. He had already emptied all of his bags into the, into his car and then he had the cart and he was going back in the store and he was going to buy more stuff. So 
my Round point, two. the point that I was getting to was survival mode. That's what people are. People's mentality isn't into how can I be grateful and how can I be creative and how can I get intro introverted and find out what my real purpose is. People are just like, holy shit, how am I going to live if, 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 you know, everything goes to, to crap here. So, yeah, but, but. I, but the but the on the flip side, like you said, your friend who's like I always wanted to write a book, and now he's written seven chapters. He's not in survival mode. He's like content with like where he is and what he what he's got. And anybody could really do that. You don't have to panic. You can just be like, all right, you know, like I have whatever you have. Just be grateful for for what you have, and don't fear like you know everything's going to be gone. Just just chill out just breathe just be present and and it's such a better thing for you for life in general to do that and raises your vibration it makes you feel better and raises helps it strengthens your immune system and helps you keep you from getting sick that better than any vaccine i think could do or any face mask could do you know it's yeah it's, it's, it's difficult times out there and like you said everyone has a different experience you know Yes, indeed. Like you, like, like you said, because the person that's stressed in anxiety and in survival mode is certainly not thinking about, you know, like you said, being grateful and meditating and taking time to do stuff. So it's all perspective, you know. But or learning Y Y Z. The what? Or learning Y Y Z. Or learning Y Y Z. Exactly. Everyone has a different take on what's going on, and everyone's situation is different. And you know, you just got to try to keep in the forefront of your mind that you know we will get through this, and it will eventually pass and then you know in the interim what can we do to to you know to not lose or, or sight of the fact that there's there's still a lot of good that we can be doing you know yeah and especially with music before. with music I, I really dig what's going on in the professional music world the, the the people that are well-known artists there's a lot of them that are live streaming um and there's a lot of them that are that are doing like guest uh, spots on on the late night shows where they're playing a song. It's a very raw, and it's really cool. You know, it's I I love what's happening. And then there's going to be a, a I, there was something this past weekend and I didn't see it. And then there was something Elton John did. I didn't see that either. And I know there's going to be a thing that Lady Lady Gaga is hosting in in a week or so. Uh, but I I like seeing. The, that them setting the example, the people that are, are the established artists of of what to do. So I would, I would be, uh, I would follow that. You know, if if you're if you're somebody who wants to keep playing, you got something to say. Then follow the example of of those people that are doing it, and uh, keep going, keep going. You know, don't quit. That's all. You don't know what you can't rely on. <laughs> anything so you just do you be you be you man yeah and i would say stay positive you know pick if you got to pick one thing to do like you said pick stay positive whatever that is for you you know if you have kids be grateful that they're home you know that just be, try to be thankful for whatever positive things you can find and and, and expand on that you yes know? agreed because ultimately it's all a holodeck it's all hologram and none of it is actually real it's just a, a fun thing that we get to do for a while so uh enjoy it uh covervancentral.com is still going uh, again i posted that article about uh live streaming and and the easy steps that you need to take to make the most out of it it really is the definitive guide uh, trust me and just read it and you'll see and do that stuff and it will make a difference right now it's all you got you can't go out and play a gig so if you want to play and you want an audience and you want to make some money then do that. Go read that article and do those things, and you will succeed. Uh, it's at coverbandcentral.com. Of course, we're on Facebook, the group, the page, and all that. And uh, that's it. Peace. Peace. Everybody.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 